The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around the MLB like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. Rain delays, extra innings, a Red Sox versus Yankees game is never just normal, is it? I'm Lauren Campbell from Lockdown Red Sox, and the Red Sox won a thrilling game on Thursday night against the Yankees in extra innings thanks to Hunter Renfro and a little help from Brooks Krisky, who made Yankees history, but certainly not in the good way, when he became the first Yankees relief pitcher to throw four wild pitches in an inning. One of those pitches led to Raphael Devers scoring the game-tying run before Xander Bogarts was walked, took second and third on wild pitches, and Hunter Renfro hit a sacrifice fly deep enough to score Bogarts to walk the game off in the 10th and give the Red Sox a 5-4 win. Overall, Jordan Montgomery did a really nice job for the Yankees, keeping the Red Sox at bay, making sure they don't score, and they really needed that Thursday night because Tanner Houck was dominant for the Red Sox. He struck out eight Yankees batters through four and two thirds innings, Probably would have went a little longer had there not been a 55-minute rain delay, but it's rained every single day in Boston in July, so what can you expect at this point, right? But at the end of the day, the Yankees blew the lead in the ninth, couldn't hold on to the lead in the 10th, and just threw the game away. They gifted this game to the Red Sox on a silver platter, and the Red Sox took it. But we will preview this game, we'll preview the rest of the series unlocked on Red Sox on Friday show. It's pretty impressive to blow two different leads at the very end of the same game. But that's what the Yankees did, continuing their rough 2021 season. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and it was another banner night for the Yankees bullpen. Yes, that's sarcasm. Between Chad Green giving up the lead in the ninth inning and Brooks Krisky being the first pitcher in Major League Baseball history to throw four plus wild pitches in a single extra inning, which I guess means Aaron Boone is the first manager to allow a pitcher to do that. Yeah, it was just an all-around bad night for the Yankees. Could have had this game wrapped up, but no. They had to make things... I can't even say they made things interesting. You know, it was uh, sloppy and not fun to watch. Fun for Boston, not for Yankee fans. But uh, I will have a full recap of this game on the next episode of Locked On Yankees. I will also have a preview of the next game on the next Locked On Yankees. At least the Yankees have Garrett Cole to look forward to on Friday. Not that Jordan Montgomery was bad. Jordan Montgomery was fine. And he even came back after a rain delay, pitched five and two thirds, had six strikeouts. The Yankees scored a run for him for the first time since June 15th. So there were some positives, but mostly bad things for the Yankees. Again, I'll have the full recap on the next Locked on Yankees. I'm not going to lie. It's hard for me not to enjoy the Yankee struggles that we've seen this year. But do I feel bad about last night's collapse? Nope. Not one bit. That was your biggest game of the night, but we have to highlight something that happened off the field for yesterday's The Best Performance. Hold up, hold up. The Tampa Bay Rays are hungry to get back to the World Series. With the MLB trade deadline fast approaching, Tampa isn't waiting around to bolster their already talented lineup. Just half a game behind the Red Sox in the AL East, the Rays have acquired the powerful bat of Nelson Cruz. I don't mean just the bat, they get the player to, you know what I meant. 
Uh, it's trade deadline season, folks. Ulysses Sombrano here from the Locked On Rays podcast. The Rays did it. They got the biggest, best available bat for the 2021 season. Nelson Cruz is going to be a Tampa Bay Ray. The 41-year-old that got an all-star nomination this year. The 41-year-old who got 19 bombs this year, who's hitting 294, who's got a 907 OPS. Yeah, that guy. He's joining Meadows, Diaz, Franco, Arozarena in that lineup. This is huge. This is the biggest trade deadline acquisition the Rays have ever gotten. And yeah, I'm talking Archer deal. And yeah, I'm talking Tommy Pham. This is tremendous. This is going to be so, so good for that race lineup. Of course, to get something of value, you need to give something of value. The Rays are sending Joe Ryan, Andrew Strotman, two pitching prospects over to Minnesota. But this is huge. Stay locked on race by listening to the podcast every day, Monday through Friday. And of course, we're going to talk about this and more on the next podcast. Raise up. All I know is that Nelson Cruz probably has 400,000 career home runs against my Oakland A's. So should both of those teams meet in the playoffs, it's bad news for the Bay. And really, it's bad news for every pitcher who Cruz faces. We got plenty more baseball action still to cover. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. Things were looking bleak for the San Francisco Giants. That is, until Dodgers closer Kenley Jansen stepped on the mound for the top of the ninth inning. Ben Kaspik with the Locked On Giants podcast. Absolute insanity tonight for the San Francisco Giants playing against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Kenley Jansen for the second night in a row booed off the field by the Dodgers home crowd. I think the Dodgers fans are showing their true colors here tonight. Just a despicable display by those fans, in my opinion. But the Giants, from their perspective, just an unbelievable comeback win for the second night in a row. And it was a dramatic ninth inning. There was a check swing that, if it was called a strike, would have ended the game. It looked like he may have swung, but it was called no swing. Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager, manager, comes out and gets ejected for the second straight night. But I do just want to point out, Dodgers fans are going to whine about that check swing. I promise you that after they booed their all-time great closer off the mound. But earlier in that at-bat, there was a pitch that was clearly a ball, and it should have made it 3-0 to Darren Ruff with the bases loaded, tying run on third base. But it was called a strike, so, you know, it evened out. So Dodgers fans are going to cry about that, but instead, Giants are leaving town, taking three out of four from this Dodgers team, and the Giants now have a three-game lead in the National League West, and they improve upon their Major League Best record. So the Giants, you know, they have played the Dodgers tougher than anybody over this stretch of dominance by L.A., but this year it's been the Giants leading the way the entire way. So maybe this is the year that everything ends for the Dodgers and they don't win the National League West for the first time in seemingly forever. We shall see, but for now, the Giants are riding a full head of steam onto their flight home to play the Pirates, three three games against Pittsburgh, and then right back to play the Dodgers at home this time. So we will get you set. We'll break this one down. Huge hit by Lamont Wade Jr. Great at-bats by Jason Vossler and Darren Ruff down the stretch there in the ninth. So we'll talk all about it on Lockdown Giants tomorrow, where it's your team every day. I do kind of feel bad for Jansen, who was booed off the mound by Dodgers fans after blowing another save. 
But at the same time, the Yankees and Dodgers both collapsing on the same night. It's like Christmas to the rest of the baseball world. The San Diego Padres capitalized on an excellent outing from pitcher Blake Snell. Yahoo! Sliding my hat in the back like I'm Ash Ketchum. Uh, what's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here of Locked On Padres. Doing well after a first victory against the Marlins, the first in a four game set. They win three to two. Mark Melanson picks up the save, striking out one. Uh, he looked great as usual. Love the shark. Uh, but the biggest performer of the game was Mr. Blake Snell, who has been highly discussed as being very, very disappointing this year. Uh, but he is very good tonight, going six innings, only allowing three hits, no runs, striking out eight, uh, and going deep into the game, like I said with the six innings, which is nice. And it's funny because he, one of the things about Snell, aside from just being disappointing, very bad on the road. An ERA above nine on the road and an ERA below two, around like the 1.4 range, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to his home start. So it's nice to see him go on the road and do well. But granted, part of that also is that the Miami Marlins offense is really, really bad. So you got to give credit to Snell. He looked pretty good tonight uh, for the most part, but also Miami really can't hit if we're being honest. So nevertheless, still an exciting kind of uh, showcase from Snell. Hopefully he can maybe carry this over to the next series that we have. We got Colorado. We've got some series after that, whatever. Uh, but until then, guys, going to be talking about the Marlins and all that stuff on the pod. So stay tuned for that. And of course, stay faithful, my Friar Faithful homies. Another great night for the St. Louis Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals have beaten the Chicago Cubs 3-2 and picked up a big-time series win as they beat Chicago three times in four days at Bush this week. I'm Lucas Smith of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. The momentum is back in St. Louis's favor. After Tuesday, all hope seemed lost, but the Cardinals have responded with two big-time wins against the Chicago Cubs. And give a lot of credit to St. Louis because a lot of people, myself included, we're really doubtful of how the series outlook looked not just 48 hours ago. All that has changed now as the Cardinals sit a game above 500 and they had the opportunity to be in second place by weekend's end if they take care of the Reds this weekend. So all of a sudden the Cardinals are in a position where they might be buyers come next week's trade deadline. And that is something that I think in the middle of June would have been shocked to say because the Cardinals have dug themselves a hole with the way they played in June, but they continue to fight, scratch, and claw their way back to playoff contention. And like I mentioned, they could be as high as second place with a strong weekend against the Cincinnati Reds. Tonight's win, though, just to highlight on it, was brought to you by the Cardinal defense. It's Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, and Nolan Arenado all making remarkable plays all around the diamond. Just a remarkable defense that helps the pitching staff out. But the pitcher's best friend is, is his defense. And tonight, K.K. Kim used that defense to help him shut down the Chicago Cubs. Kim, just another starter that has been pitching well for the Cardinals in the All-Star break as St. Louis is now 5-2 since the Midsummer Classic. Big time win for St. Louis. And like I've been saying a lot, that the Cardinals just need to keep this momentum rolling and take care of business this weekend against the Reds. I'll be talking about this weekend's series against the Reds on the next episode of Locked on Cardinals. The Oakland A's are fighting off the Yankees and Mariners in the wildcard standings while trying to catch back up to the Houston Astros in the AL West. Last night, they made some progress. Hey, this is Jason Burt from Locked On A's. The A's win their third straight with a win over another divisional opponent. This time it's the Seattle Mariners who are nipping on their heels. Well, not quite as much after this win by the A's 4-1 in Seattle. Sean Manaya was absolutely dominant. He struck out a career-high 13 
13 over seven innings pitched. He gave up three hits, he walked three guys. He was absolutely amazing. He gave up a solo home run to Todd Murphy, and that was the extent of the damage against him and the Oakland A's in this game. Uh, Ramon Laureano heating up. Sean Murphy talking about him on this one. He went two for five, but he had four hard hit balls. So I'm talking about that on the next episode. And also on the next episode, I'm talking about Nelson Cruz going to Tampa and not Oakland, which is just rude. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff to talk about. And then in the final segment, I'm talking about the Mariners because I did a crossover with DC Lundberg of Locked On Mariners. And I'm also filling in for DC Lundberg of Locked On Mariners. So I'm pulling double duty. If you want to hear a lot of my takes, I'm all over the network on Friday and on Monday, so uh, tune in for all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun time. Make sure to tune in. Follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you have any questions, LockedOnAthletics gmail.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. And there you have it, a busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune into all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but are always locked on now.